Welcome to Eaton's 10 in 10 podcast, where we focus on industry trends shaping the future of power management. In this series, our expert answers 10 questions about one of today's most talked about industry topics in 10 minutes or less. From the energy transition to digital transformation and beyond, we explore trends and discuss strategies for delivering safer, more efficient, and reliable power. Hi, I'm Zari Venhaus, Vice President of Corporate Marketing Communications, and we're here for another Eaton 10 in 10 podcast. There's a lot of talk today about the electrification of vehicles, but in the commercial vehicle space, the diesel engine is still king. We are here with Carl Sievertson, the Chief Technology Officer of our vehicle group, to talk more about vehicle emission standards and fuel economy. Can you give me a quick overview of the regulations affecting commercial vehicle emissions? The regulations that you, you speak of um, primarily involving fuel economy, right. improving fuel economy and thereby lowering CO2 emissions, greenhouse gas effect, uh, protecting the environment, and harmful emissions, uh, oxides of nitrogen, which uh, produce ozone and, and can be harmful, uh, harmful to, to, to humans. So those are the two, th those are the two main constituents that, um, that the regulatory bodies are trying to uh, reduce and improve. What are the specific reduction goals that the regulations are targeting? A fuel efficiency improvement that's mandated anywhere between 15 and 30 percent, while at the same time uh, reducing the harmful emission of uh, oxides of nitrogen by almost an order of magnitude. So we're talking up to 90 percent reduction uh, from our output today, which is substantial. But Making that even more complicated is learning from the diesel gate experiences, et cetera, um, is the testing is becoming more stringent, more real world. Okay. Um, also measuring at low loads. So uh, vehicles do spend uh, a fair amount of time idling or operating at low load, not always at full power. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's at those times where right now they're producing some of their highest emissions, if you will. Okay. So they're really targeting reducing emissions in use cases where the potential for exposure in highly populated areas is great, like in cities. So how will that impact innovation in this space? The regulations are really honing in on minimizing and controlling emissions you know, during those use cases as well, or those mm -hmm. operating modes. And so the, the overall level coming down, the more real world kind of measuring technique, and this focus on kind of closing this, this low, low load exemption uh, is, is what's really driving uh, what we think is going to be quite a, a technology uh, adoption or re revolution as you move past 2024. So technically speaking, how difficult is it to achieve this in commercial vehicles? In a diesel engine, for example, reducing NOx in, in let's say, absence of, of monitoring CO2 is, uh, is not in, in itself all that challenging, okay. but doing them both together is the problem because there's been a traditional offset that if you want to reduce NOx, you're kind of detuning the combustion cycle in a way as to make it less efficient. Okay. So you get lower NOx, but also more fuel consumption and, and, and vice versa, right? Mm -hmm. And what we're doing is working to break that paradigm. The, 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 the needs of the market, the needs of the regulators, et cetera, require that fuel economy go up and NOx, uh, NOx production or, 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 or uh, emissions go down. And our technologies like CDA, like 48 volt EGR pumping, 
have the uh, um, capability and the design intent and the purpose of bringing benefits to both, mm -hmm. reducing NOx while improving uh, um, fuel efficiency. How is electrification going to play a role in this change? As we look at the total commercial vehicle space and we look at improving efficiencies and reducing harmful emissions, electrification is clearly going to play a role. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to play a role from uh, moving to full battery electric vehicles in some cases, uh, especially with regard to buses and maybe urban uh, transport and delivery. Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of other use cases, uh, there's a large potential benefit to start to electrify the commercial or the diesel powertrain that we have today. Okay. So in, in other words, add some electrification in order to make the total system more efficient. Mm -hmm. Whether it's pulling accessory drives off the engine, those are things like uh, air conditioning compressors and power steering pumps, things that don't need to run all the time and that by pulling them off and electrifying them we actually make the diesel engine more uh, efficient uh, to allowing um, for electric catalyst heating for uh, again for uh, uh, harmful emissions reduction mm -hmm. and, and so forth. What about full battery electric for on-highway and long-haul trucks? Uh, when we think more about long haul, mm -hmm. that becomes less practical in terms of the, not just the battery cost, which is coming down, but battery weight and energy density and the effect that has on, on the amount of freight you can carry and the amount of uh, 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 range you can get in a truck. What do fleet owners need to consider when preparing for electric options? For them, it is really, really about total cost of ownership. Mm -hmm. They want the range, they love the diesel, they want the diesel to be more efficient, we can make that happen. Mm -hmm. And when the price points are such and the, uh, uh, that the uh, electrification um, is gonna make sense for them, then they're gonna pull hard. And uh, this balance between total cost of ownership or let's say customer pull mm -hmm. and uh, regulatory environment is, is going, to what going to be what uh, drives that balance as we move forward. So, as these 2024 regulations approach, how is Eaton innovating to meet the needs of our customers? We expect to see more of a convergence of, of standards, and so we're working on those technologies that are going to help our customers meet those ever more stringent regulations beyond 2024. And I, and I named a few of them, I think, in our, in our conversation. We right. can, in terms of that catalyst heating and making the engine more efficient, we can introduce cylinder deactivation to okay. the diesel engine, um, which we've had for, boy, probably 15 years or more. In the passenger car space, okay. uh, Eaton has produced millions of product that's uh, in millions of engines uh, on the road today. But we can take that space from the, that knowledge, that technique from the passenger car space, move it into the commercial diesel, and uh, and drive higher exhaust gas temperatures and lower uh, fuel consumption in low load environments in that in that diesel space. So cylinder deactivation and variable valve actuation in general is something that's, uh, that we're working on. Right. Even, even more efficient decompression engine braking okay. uh, for, again, when those vehicles become more aerodynamic and lower roller re rolling resistance tires, they're going to, they're going to need uh, higher uh, braking efficiencies to stop the vehicle when needed. So we're working on all of those technologies to work uh, uh, in conjunction with the diesel engine. Can you talk a little about the benefits and the need for extensive testing for these applications? We do a lot of engine dynamometer testing. We do a lot of testing at our research partners. Um, but 
putting it all in one package on the vehicle uh, and, and, and testing is important. And you, you hit on it. Um, in addition, and underlying foundationally all those regulations w with regard to emissions, is a, uh, an ever-increasing kind of durability warranty period that those devices have to be proven to be functional. Right. So reliability and life is, uh, of, those, of those emissions devices is also key. And for our last question, what are we doing to meet today's needs while preparing for the future of commercial vehicles? In our latest transmissions, we've improved efficiency, reduced uh, uh, gear train losses, uh, improved uh, end user performance, et cetera, um, and improved calibrations with our, with our OEM partners, all to drive better, better performance, better fuel economy. Along our, uh, our broader product range at Eaton, our, our valve business continues to introduce new materials and technologies that allow our customers to engineer uh, more difficult and, and uh, higher performance combustion cycles that put our components in a, in a harsher environment, if mm -hmm. you will. Uh, but we're there stepping up and, uh, and providing product that, that meets the challenge and again moving to improve efficiency. Um, we're introducing hydraulic lash adjustment in these diesel engine spaces that will allow uh, better warranty cycles, um, less, uh, less service, um, uh, let's say it tear up into the engine to do these valve adjustments. Less maintenance. As, well, as the engine gets more complex, okay. getting in to make things like valve adjustments becomes more complex. Right. So the less often we have to do that, the better. Um, our engine braking technology is uh, improving performance and enabling some of the downspeeding that drives fuel economy. So really across our product portfolio, we've had a fuel economy focus for many years now. And our new technologies really have us positioned well for the challenges of the future. Thank you so much for these insights, Carl. To learn more about how Eaton is innovating to reduce vehicle emissions, visit us at eaton.com.